welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. Well, I am so excited because we have a four-week focus on our theme for the year, which is Ask, Seek, and Pray. And we're going to do Ask in week one, then Seek, and then we're going to do Pray for, Pray for Needs, and then we're going to do Pray Forward, Pray for Things We're Believing For. So it's a four-part series, and uh, I love that it's also connected to the song. Uh, If you haven't listened to it online yet, uh, the Ask, Seek, Pray song is on the Ages uh, release, and then it'll also be on our live release. Absolutely Love that song, can't get enough of it. And then, um, so we have a song, it's our theme for the year, of course, we have the theme verse, and I'll read that for you in Matthew chapter seven, verse seven and eight. It was, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. So it's been our theme, that's our verse, and I'm so excited we get to do this. And not only that, we have a, a small group series that's tied to this. I, I cannot tell you strong enough that you need to sign up for this and be a part of a four-week small group. Right on the inside, you can go to the QR code and it'll help you to sign up. Really, this is for your spiritual growth. This is for us to pray more. This is for us to connect more as community. And uh, if there's been something that has been, I, I guess I would have to say it's a weakness. It's a weakness. Um, we're strong in so many different areas. I think it's still, and when I say weakness, it's just, it's, it's not like we don't do it, but I don't think it's strong enough. I don't think it's strong enough, our prayer at River Valley. And so that's why I'm so excited that Ask, Seek, Pray For, and Pray Forward is a four-week focus. So don't opt out, lean into this. We need you to get behind this. I really believe it's even something that will strengthen the entire church by us leaning into this area. And so... Be sure to, if you're at church, get this. If you're online, follow the directions and be a part of the Ask, Seek, Pray uh, groups, the small groups that are there. And uh, today I wanna focus in on ask. And I'm hoping that at the end of the service, there will be time for us to ask God for things. All right, I want us to ask God for things and to actually, I'll give you a list and we're gonna be able to say, God, we are asking for this. We are believing for this. This is what we're asking for. And I want you to turn with me to John chapter 16. I'm not gonna use our our theme verse for the year. I wanna do a a specific one for this word ask. And in John chapter 16, Jesus is speaking to his disciples. uh, He knows that the cross is ahead of him. He knows that he's going to die on the cross, but he knows that he's going to uh, be resurrected, but he's getting his disciples ready for what's coming And in John 16 and verse 23, we pick it up here. I'll read four verses. It says, in that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Though I have been speaking figuratively, a time is coming when I will no longer use this kind of language but will tell you plainly about my Father. In that day you will ask in my name. I'm not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. No, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. Now there's a lot there and I'm gonna unpack it for us today. 
all right? Because you're like, wait a minute, you didn't ask and you do ask and now you ask and who's, you, you know, there's a lot of asking who's on first. I mean, that's what it, you know, it kind of feels like, where are we going with this? So the context of this is found in, in verse one. Again, Jesus is getting his disciples ready for what's facing them. He's getting them ready. Like it's, it, you, you, things are gonna change right now. Things are gonna change. You're gonna start asking in my name and you gotta get ready. And, and, and I want you to be strong and I want you to understand what's coming your way. And, and just to back up a few verses in John 16, verse one, Jesus is speaking to the disciples and he said, all this I've told you so that you will not fall away. He's like, it's coming, there's gonna be persecution. It's about to get crazy in following me. And I'm telling you all of this so you don't fall away. And it's, it's interesting, like the biggest thing that Jesus is concerned about with his disciples is, like he's not saying, I'm, I'm telling you all this so you won't die. He's saying, I'm telling you all this so you won't fall away. Like the biggest thing on his mind is, I don't want any of you to fall away. And I think about this so many times as Christians, we're like worried about dying and, and we should be like, God, I don't wanna fall away from you. I wanna stay strong for you. I never wanna walk away. I wanna stay strong. And so Jesus is getting them ready and he knows they're gonna face persecution. And he says this, in that day, in that day, you will no longer ask me anything, all right? What does that mean? He's saying, in that day, after I come back from the dead, post-resurrection, as you're out spreading the good news, you're, you're no longer gonna ask me things. And, and you're like, wait a, again, what ask is he talking about? This here is asking questions. He's saying, guys, I've been walking with you for these three years, and you've been asking me, why are you doing that? What's that about? How does that work? Where are we going today? What's for dinner? Why, why, why? He's like, you're, okay, in that day, you're no longer gonna be asking me questions like that. All right, he says, that, that, that part is gonna be over, that part is gonna be done, and you're no longer gonna be asking me like the, the, the what, the why, the how, the where, the what. We're gonna stop asking those questions. Those days are over, that's what he says. And then he says, um, very truly, which by the way, is a double amen. For those of you who wonder, you know, at River Valley, I always do that amen and amen, the double amen. So when it says very truly, so Jesus says very truly, it's like amen and amen, so be it. And he's putting authority behind what he's saying. So he says, very truly, I tell you, my father will give you whatever you ask in my name. And now, so he switches from you're gonna stop asking me like, why, how, what are we supposed to do? How's this work? He's like, we're gonna stop that. And post-resurrection, as you're living for me, now you're gonna be asking the Father for things in my name, and you're gonna be bringing petitions. You're gonna be bringing requests. You're gonna be asking God for things. And it's okay, we're gonna switch from, how does this work to, God, this is what I need. Are you tracking with me? He's saying, this is what I need, and he says, Whatever you ask, God will give you whatever you ask. And the word whatever is a general term and it has no limits. Whatever means whatever. It means whatever. Now, if you're like me, the first time I saw that, like whatever, I mean, I was like a kid in a candy store, whatever. And I made a list that was all wrong. How many know what I'm talking about? And it started with a red Ferrari, you know, and it started right, you know. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean, it, 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 has, it means whatever, but let me show you what it means for whatever. It doesn't mean you can ask for a wrong whatever. It says whatever you need like to keep being my disciple, whatever you need to stay on mission, 
Whatever you need to fulfill what I've called you to do, whatever you need to have the strength to go and do what you need to do, that's what you can ask for. And he's like, God, the Father will give you this. And so a lot of us have our wrong whatever list. We see that like God will give you whatever you ask. And we're like, I'm gonna ask, I'm, I'm, again, red Ferrari, top of the list, you know, wrong whatevers. And, and so he's saying it's a wrong whatever. This is, this is not just a convenient device to like trick God out of technicality. Like Jesus said whatever, okay. John Stott, a preacher, he said this, prayer is not a convenient device for imposing our will upon God or for bending his will to ours, but the prescribed way of subordinating our will to his. And so we're saying, as I'm, as I'm following you, God, as I'm being your disciple, as I'm on mission for you, I, these are the things I need to get the job done. These are the things I need to be strengthened in. This is what I've, I've got to have. And so this is what I'm asking you for. And, I, and I'm not trying to trick you. Like I'm trying to align with whatever you have. So the whatever here means whatever is in alignment with the mission that you're on for God. He's saying, whatever you need, you can ask for it. And he's trying to get his disciples ready. Like, you're going to go out in this world. You're gonna be persecuted. You're gonna be preaching the gospel to people that have never heard it. And whatever you need, God is gonna be there. And whatever you ask for in my name, he's going to take, you, take care of you. He's gonna get this for you. And you think about what does it mean in my name? When he says, if you ask it in my name, because the name of Jesus is powerful. The name of Jesus is powerful. And, it, and when it says, in my name, do you realize that in John, in six times it says, in my name. Six times it says that we can ask in his name, in his name. And so when we're asking in his name, a great way to say this is, whatever you ask for Jesus' sake, for Jesus' glory, like in his name would mean for Jesus' sake for the glory of Jesus. Whatever you ask for in my name, for the glory of God, whatever you ask for. So again, remember that wrong list and we've got the right list. So whatever we can ask for in his name, for his glory, for his sake, for his honor, that's what it means. So it means like God's gonna give you whatever you ask for that's in alignment with his will, that's in alignment with what he's called you to do, that's in alignment with Jesus' name, that is in alignment for his glory. Like, go ahead and ask for those things. All right, some of you are still sad. Like, there goes the red Ferrari. Yeah, I can feel it, you know. But really, when we, when we ask God for whatever we're going to ask him, when we bring the things that we're gonna ask him for, and I'm gonna give you a list at the end of this, we're saying we want these things to be done for your glory and for your purpose and for your honor. We're saying like it's because of how amazing you are, Jesus, we are asking for these things. And it's not because we're amazing, it's because you're amazing and we're asking and, and we're saying it's for your glory and for your honor. This is what we're doing. Now, um, th this word we're saying when you're asking for something, it's saying you're gonna ask for whatever you ask for in my name. This word, um, the second word for ask, again, it means a petition and it's written in the present tense, so it's for today and it's written in the imperative, so it's a command that we're supposed to ask. We are supposed to ask God for things every day. We're supposed to ask God for things. We're commanded to ask him. 
And, and we're, we're saying, God, I ask you for whatever I need to be your disciple. I ask you for whatever I'm on this mission to do. I'm asking you and I'm asking you to do what, what I need. I need these things. And God says, ask and you will, will receive. And, and I believe this, that when we ask God for these things that we need, we have to believe that we're going to receive them. We don't ask like, I, you know, maybe 50-50 shot. I remember years ago, a guy came to me and said, I want you to help me to promote this app and it's for prayer. I said, okay, I'm interested. And he, and, he, and he presented this app and it was like, say a prayer. Was like, it was, I don't remember the exact name, but it was like, say a prayer. And I was like, that's it? And he's like, yeah, we just say our prayers. I was like, but God hears prayers. He goes, yeah, but let's just say a prayer. And I was like, no, but God answers prayer. And he's like, yeah, but we're just gonna call it say a prayer. And it was like something like, I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, I believe that we say the prayer, we, we pray the prayer, and then God hears the prayer, and then God answers the prayer. He's like, I'm not there yet. And I'm like, we're not promoting that app. I'd like to promote the app that says God answers prayer, you know? And, and so we're praying and we're asking, we're believing, like God will hear the prayer, God will answer the prayer, God, whatever we're asking for in his name, he's going to do if it's in alignment with his will, alignment with the mission that we're on, and we're gonna ask God. And so we're gonna have this posture of asking God for more. And I don't think we do enough asking, I'll be honest. I believe that we have ask, seek, pray for. We do a lot of pray for. God, I pray for a job, I pray for, we do a lot of pray for, we don't do a lot of praying forward, but we don't do a lot of asking. And there's a lot of things that we should ask God for. It should be something we should be constantly be doing. And I love, I wanna give you a few thoughts on this. A.B. Simpson said this, our God has boundless resources. The only limit is in us. Our asking, our thinking, our praying are too small. Our expectations are too limited. Teresa of Avia, her quote from her was, uh, you pay God a compliment by asking great things of him. I'm gonna ask great things and we should be asking God for things daily and I don't think we do a very good job of this. I don't think we wake up every day and like think like, what am I gonna ask God for today that I need to fulfill the mission that I'm on today for his glory? What am I gonna ask him for? What am I gonna do? It should be as common of asking God for things every day like eating. I mean, some of you wake up and you're like, what are we having for breakfast? And while you're eating breakfast, you're like, what are we doing for lunch? And then you're, you're asking the person, you're like, and then at lunch, you're like, what are we doing for dinner? And if you're Italian, you're eating dinner and you're talking about tomorrow's dinner. It's like, you know, we're, we're, it should be common that we should wake up every day and say, God, these are the things that I believe you want me to do and I'm asking for these things for today. I'm asking for this to be done. I'm asking every day with something that you can do to help me on the mission that I'm on for your glory and for your honor. It should be just like eating. We should be asking all day long. And by the way, God, I need something. I'm going to this meeting and I'm asking for favor. Okay, God, I'm getting ready to talk with my brother and he doesn't know you. And I'm praying today would be, I'm asking that today would be the day that his eyes of his understanding would open up today at lunch. And God, I'm asking for tonight that there'd be peace in our home. Do you understand? You're asking all day long. And I don't think we ask enough. It should be just like eating. And God loves it when you ask. And I love that what Jesus said, um, he was trying to help us to understand and help the disciples understand that God the Father loves us 
and wants to answer the prayers. He wants to give us what we're asking for while we're on mission with him. It's not like Jesus is nice and God the Father is mean, all right? Some of us have an idea like, Jesus is super nice, God the Father is not very nice, he's kinda angry, but thank God for Jesus that helps us. And Jesus tells us right here in verse 26, in that day you will ask in my name. I'm not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. No, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. And so Jesus is saying, guys, do you understand? You're gonna ask in my name the Father for these things and I don't need to be asking him like, you're gonna ask in my name and the Father loves you and he desires to answer what you're asking for. Go to the Father in my name and ask him for these things. He desires, he loves you, and he wants to do this. Jesus is not like trying to convince the Father to just release a few scraps to you. He's not like, Father God, like I was on earth and I told him you loved him, and if you could just kind of change the image. You know, he's not doing that. He's saying, even if you're like, the, our heavenly Father is loving. He wants to do this. He's kind. And some of us, our, our own relationship with our Father, some of you had bad relationship with your Father, so you're like, the Father, we're, we're just, I don't know, he could be kind of stingy or the Father could be angry. You need to get that out. You need to understand that God loves you. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus. God, the Father did that. He loves you. And Jesus is trying to say, he loves you. You can ask for these things. You can go to him and he is looking forward to blessing you. He's looking forward to the things that you're asking him for. He's excited. And I can say this now, I'm gonna say this, and this could be loaded for missionaries that would say, oh, I'll get Pastor Rob in the future. But there's been times that I've been out to lunch with a missionary and I can't wait for them to ask for something. I can't wait. I can't, I'll use one that I, it was a good example. Um, Al, I'll just say his first name. Al is one of our missionaries sent out from our church and Al and I were out to breakfast and I was just waiting for him to ask. I mean, I had Kingdom Builders money ready to go and we were there and we were, we were, there and we're eating and we're eating and, and finally I said, are, do you need anything? He's like, I'm pretty good. I was like, are you sure you're pretty good? Like, are you sure you're sure? Is there anything around $25,000 you would love to ask for? I could barely wait to give the money away. And then he's like, well, I suppose I was done, done. What do you got for 50? Yeah. I couldn't wait because we had Kingdom Builders money to go. And I believe if that's how I feel when I've got a little bit of Kingdom Builders, Kingdom Builders margin, what do you think God is doing with the margin that he has? Unlimited God. Yeah. And we're like, well, I, I, do you wanna ask me for anything today? You're like, no. Pretty good, pretty good, don't ask for anything. He's like, are you sure? I mean, you're gonna go meet with your unsaved brother. That's definitely worth an ask, you know? I mean, you know, you're getting ready to go. To do, is there anything? He's leaning in. He's leaning in. He's a love, our loving heavenly father, and he's leaning in for the things that we are asking for that are in alignment with his will. It's just so beautiful. And then Jesus says this. He says, if you do this, uh, he says, your joy will be complete. In verse 24, until now, you've not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. A better way to interpret the word and would be this, like that you could say, ask and you will receive in order that your joy may be complete. 
Now, track with me on this. Some of us are missing joy in our life because we're not asking God the Father for anything that we're believing for. Does that make sense? And there's nothing on our asking list that we're looking forward to the miracle of what God could do. There's nothing that we're asking for for him to show up in a supernatural way in our day and we're missing some joy in our life because there's joy when you ask your loving heavenly father for something and then he blesses you with it and it fulfills what you were believing for. Let me just give you a few things. Like we have been asking God for the Maple Grove campus to start for a couple of years. And we've been asking, God, we wanna be in Maple Grove. God, we want a place to be. God, we're asking you for a place. And we're believing and we kept asking God. And then when God opened up Whirly Ball, we're like, praise God. And how many know I've never been more excited for Whirly Ball? Because we were asking, but we were asking for the online campus to get going. And then COVID starts where we have to have the online campus. We were asking for a building for our city campus location. And then God provides for it. We've asked for hundreds and thousands to be saved. And then when you see people give their life to Jesus Christ at the end of the service, there's a joy that comes when you've been asking God for something. When you ask God for hundreds to be water baptized, and then on the church-wide baptism, we have hundreds water baptized. There's a joy that happens. Do you see this? You're asking God for things. When you're asking for the 500 to be sent out, every single one of the 500 that stands in front of us, there's a joy there. You're like, another one, 178, 184. And by the way, if you're not praying for numbers up ahead, I encourage you, pick a few of the numbers between like 178 and 500 and just start praying for them. And then the day that that person or that family gets up there in front of you and they're like, we're number 364. And you're like, I have been praying for 364 forever. <laughs> this is making my joy complete because I was praying for 500 and we're at 364. I was praying for you. I was asking for you to say yes. Do you understand? There's a joy when you're living this way. And many of us are missing out because we only live in the pray for world Okay, God, I'm sick, I need another, pray for healing. Okay, God, I lost my job, pray for another job. Okay, but he's like, live in the ask me world. Live in the ask me for these things and, and watch what I can do and how your joy will be complete and it'll grow. Now, what can we ask for? This is not an exhaustive list. And I put this together and I wish I even had more on here, but there's so much. And in just a moment, we're gonna pray at all of our campuses. We're gonna pray and we are gonna ask God for these things. And you can just pick one or two or 10 off this list or 20 or whatever, you know, you can get a picture of the list, all right? What are we gonna ask for? Again, this is not an exhaustive list and it's by command that we can either ask for it or it's by example that somebody asked for somebody else to get this and we're gonna say because of that, we're gonna ask for that. In Psalm 2.8, we can ask for the nations as an inheritance, for God. We can ask God every day, God, may China come to know you as Savior, God. We're going to ask for this nation as an inheritance. Matter of fact, you could pray a nation a day, and that would get you take you half a year to get through a nation a day and pray, God, may they be inheritance. You can pray in Rome, like Romans 15, 5 and 6 says, for a Christ-like attitude. When was the last time you said, God, I ask you for a Christ-like attitude today as I live my life? 2 Corinthians 13, 7, you can ask for the righteousness of Jesus' church. In 2 Corinthians 13, 9, you can ask for the spiritual restoration for those in the church. Let me pause for a moment. There have been a lot of high-profile stories about people 
falling in the church world. People are watching documentaries and they're saying all sorts of things about people, but we are allowed to ask for spiritual restoration of those people. It's something we're supposed, you want your joy to be made full? You pray for the restoration of a fallen leader that doesn't just train wreck their life, but comes back and says, God restored me. You can pray for that, you can ask for that. There'd be joy there. Ephesians 1, verses 15 through 17, that God would give wisdom and revelation to believers that they would know God better. When was the last time you said, God, I pray for revelation and wisdom so they will know you better. These are things we can ask for. We can ask in Ephesians 1, 18 and 19 for spiritual vision to be awakened. Philippians 1, 9 through 11, we can pray for people's love to grow along with their knowledge. Colossians 4, 12 through 13, we can pray that people stand firm and mature. In 1 Thessalonians 3, 12 through 13, we can ask God that we can be strengthened to remain faithful. Strengthened to remain faithful. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, we can pray for the sanctification of the believers. See, there's a lot of things we can ask for and we're not asking very much. In 2 Thessalonians 1.11, we can ask that God would cause people to desire and act rightly. In 2 Thessalonians 2.16 and 17, we can pray and ask God to encourage and strengthen believers. We just put, God, I pray that you would encourage and strengthen. I'm asking for you to encourage and strengthen them. You can do that. These are things that we can ask for. In 2 Thessalonians 3, 5, for God to help believers grow in God's love and in perseverance. In 2 Thessalonians 3, 16, for God to give his believers peace. I even wrote this in my notes. We could pray this over campuses. Maybe you didn't do this, but you could have asked God, we pray for Crosstown Campus to have peace. We are asking for peace to fall on that campus with all that they have gone through. Philemon 1.6, that people's understanding of the gospel and of its benefits would be deepened. You could pray for that. Like, God, we pray that they would understand it. Okay, there's so many more. I'm gonna keep going and then we're gonna pray. All right, we're gonna ask for these things. Romans 1, 10 through 12, we can ask for God to give us the opportunity to edify others spiritually and for others to edify us. You can ask. If you're down on a day, you could say, God, I am asking you today for someone to edify me and to lift me up. Or if you're up, you could say, God, I ask for an opportunity today to edify somebody. This is an exciting way to live. Do you understand? You say, you can ask for these things so that your joy may be full. We can do these things. Romans 15, 31, we can ask for safety and especially for those who are engaged in gospel work. Ephesians 6, 18 and 19, we can ask that God would make those who proclaim the gospel fearless, fearless, that those who are out sharing would be fearless. We, in Colossians 4, 3 through 4, we can pray that God would open doors for the proclamation of the gospel. 2 Thessalonians 3, 1, we can pray for the gospel to spread rapidly and for those who hear it to believe it. Think about it. We can ask God, God, we pray for a rapid growth rapid spread of the good news of Jesus Christ. We can pray for uh, Romans 15, 30 through 31. We can ask God to help those engaged in the work of the gospel to be safe and successful. In 1 Timothy 2, 1 and 2, we can ask him to aid and guide those in authority. In Romans 10, 1, we can ask God for the salvation of those who do not believe, including the Jewish people. 
In 1 Corinthians 14, 13, we can ask God for the ability to interpret tongues. You can ask God for that ability. In Philippians 4, 6, you can ask God for help in every situation. In Luke 11, with the Lord's Prayer, you can ask him to glorify his name, for his kingdom to come, for him to forgive us our sins, for him to not lead us into temptation. These are things you can ask him for. I got a couple more. In 1 Kings 3, 9 through 10, and also in James 1, you can ask God for wisdom. You can ask God for wisdom. You can do these things. You can ask God every day. God, I ask you for wisdom today as I go and I, and I represent you out in this world. In Luke eleven thirteen. 13, you can ask God for the Holy Spirit. I think we need to ask more. I think we need to ask big. I think we need to ask more. I think we can ask so our joy can be complete. And I think that our, our list of things that we're asking God for is too small. I think we should wake up every day, God, these are the things I'm asking you for. And I'm praying these things are in alignment with your will. And I'm getting in alignment with what your desire is. And so God, I am asking you for these things. So right now here at this campus online, at all of our campuses, I want us to take a couple of minutes and, 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 and let's just ask God for one of those things that stood out to you, one of those things. And let's just make this a moment of asking God. At the end of service, there'll be prayer teams that will pray for needs. Okay, they will pray for needs. And I'm asking right now, in this moment, we would ask God for these things. And if you don't even know what it is, just ask God for a nation to be a part of his inheritance, that the name of Jesus Christ would be lifted up. I wanna pray, and then I want us to pray, and you can pray in a, in a, in, out loud if you want, you can pray silently, but at all of our campuses and online, I want us to take a couple minutes and ask God for these things. So God, we wanna ask bigger. We wanna ask the things that you would, the petitions, they're right there. They're things that we need to be on mission for you. Lord, there are things that we wanna ask for. Some are gonna ask for part of the 500. Some are gonna ask for open doors. Some are gonna ask for countries. Some are gonna ask for uh, just righteousness, restoration of fallen brothers and sisters. But God, we're gonna ask right now. We're gonna ask, and we know that that whatever was so big, it includes the things that were on this list and more, and we ask in alignment of whatever. We ask whatever would help us fulfill what you've called us to do. So God, we do that. We now ask you, in Jesus' name, we ask you, you are a loving Heavenly Father, we ask you for these things in Jesus' name. So here at all the campuses, let's just take this moment now and let's pray as the music plays and let's just pray and ask God for things in Jesus' name.